and welcome to Myth Monsters. My name is Erin and I'll be your host for these little snack bite-sized podcasts on folklore and mythical monsters from around the world. These podcasts focus on the actual cryptids, folklore and mythic monsters from global mythology, rather than focusing on the full stories of heroes and their big adventures. I'll also be dropping in some references that they have to recent culture and where you can see these represented in modern day content so that you can learn more and get as obsessed as I am about these absolute legends of the mythological world. I hope you're having a lovely early summer so far. I got my first bit of sunburn over the weekend because I'm ginger, so of course I did. I also went to the British Museum for the first time, which was pretty good. I do recommend it, but geez, we should give some of that stuff back to their original countries. I did well up looking at the lone carotid, separated from her sisters in Athens, and I've been lucky enough to see them as well and it definitely highlights her absence, and seeing it there in the British Museum did make me a bit sad. Anyway, this week we're going to go to a group of islands instead of focusing on the one balmy Britain, although not to say that Britain doesn't have a hand in the history of some of these countries we're covering today, alongside some other European powers back in the day too. So we are heading to the Caribbean this week for the spooky Sakuya. The Sakuya is generally described as a shape-shifting vampiric monster from Caribbean folklore. This monster will generally look like a hunchbacked older woman by day, usually wearing a cape or cloak to hide their face, and then in the evening they would strip off their skin and hide it in a mortar and transform into their true form, a living fireball to find their victims. Now they are usually female, as it's said that their breasts cover the wings of the monster, However, their wings aren't typically visible, which I think is quite strange. And they are also older ladies too. Their victims are also older ladies, and this is important later on, so we'll get back to that. Sakuya generally use this fiery form to get into nooks and crannies of houses, and they can get in through keyholes, under doors, or cracks in windows. When they've done this, they'll suck the blood of their sleeping victim from their arms, necks, and legs, which generally leaves them with blue-black bruises in the morning. It's said that they work for the demon Basile, who lives in a silk cotton tree and exchanges this blood for evil powers, which they use to practice their black magic. However, it's not actually said what they use this for specifically. So, I say black magic, I don't actually know the specifics. These monsters belong to a set of monsters called Jumbies, which are spirits or demons not only within Caribbean mythology, but also Venezuelan and Colombian too. They are generally all evil or are instruments of evil after death, and so are usually vampiric or ghostly in nature. So how do you become a Sakuyan? Well, if you become one of their victims and they drink too much of your blood, it's believed that you will die and become this monster, or you would just completely die, and the Sakuyan will take your skin instead of the other one that it already has, and assume your identity from that point onwards throughout the days. How can you get rid of one if you think you're being attacked? You can heap a whole load of rice outside their house, or at crossroads in your town like some western vampires. They would then stop to pick up every grain off of the floor. This is because vampires generally have OCD tendencies. To then kill the monster, you would need to salt the mortar where their skin is stored, as then the Sakuyon won't be able to reapply the skin before sunrise and will just generally burn up and die. You could also turn a broom upside down and she can't leave, apparently. Typical vampire stuff. If you do manage to get the skin back after this, it's worth a pretty penny as it can be used in black magic. 
but the myth is super popular still within a lot of the Caribbean islands. Although I will say the most intense belief comes from the islands of Trinidad, Grenada, Barbados, Haiti, Guyana, Dominica, Guadalupe, Martinique and Suriname. Bear in mind too that a lot of these islands were either British, Spanish or French colonised, so the European influence is pretty strong, but we'll get more into this later. For etymology, Sucuyon is a French word, but it specifically comes from West Indies Creole, which is a French-based language. It comes from the word Sucunya, which means man-eating sorcerer. However, there is another French word, Lougarou, which comes from the word for werewolf, Lougarou, which is sometimes used to describe Sucuyons too. You'll also notice I'm taking the T sound off the end. It's just generally not pronounced with this word, so it's Sucuyon rather than Sucuyons which I did make the mistake of doing in my announcement last week, so apologies to all my French language-speaking listeners. In terms of history, though, there's nothing specific on this. However, I did watch a few videos and found that the most reasonable explanation for their creation is that when the French came over, which was during the Caribbean campaign from about 1750 to 1810, they brought over the European vampire myths. But to add to this, they also brought slaves over during the slave trade from Africa, who had their own versions of vampires themselves, and so these two different accounts merged with the French-language-speaking Caribbean native tribes, creating the Sucuyon myth. An interesting thing I found whilst researching this one is the reasoning behind old women being the victims and Sucuyons themselves. As women typically outlive men, they tend to inherit land, money and property when their husbands pass away. They also tend to have a stake within the community, giving advice and helping with ailments and sickness in the towns. However, what this did mean is that a lot of these elder women were influential and rich, which would make a lot of people want to get rid of them, and calling them a sucuyon would be an easy way to remove them. Another thing is that they might have something like Alzheimer's and dementia, which of course does affect your memory and your whole personality and demeanour, meaning it was pretty easy to accuse them of being these demons and get them committed to madhouses, which realistically leads to these women being killed and their assets being seized for the village or for other people within that village too. Lastly, we can totally compare these to Western vampires and we can see the whole detachment thing in vampiric monsters again with Filipino folklore, with ones such as the Mananangal and the Penangalang for example, but it is unique with the fireball aspect. I don't think I've seen this in any other monster, let alone a vampiric one at that too. Now, onto modern media. There are very few this week, so I've put some vampire ones in here, but we do have some Sakuyant-specific ones as well. They're the first ones I mention in each category. There's only one, so you'll know which one's which. But for art, have a look at independent work for this one. There are some really cool bits on the web about this monster specifically, and some really cool interpretations too. In movies, we have Byzantium, Dracula, Vampires, Interview with a Vampire, The Twilight Series, Nosferatu, The Lost Boys, Salem's Lot, 30 Days of Night, Dark Shadows, What We Do in the Shadows, Daywalkers, Van Helsing, From Dusk Till Dawn, The Underworld Series, Hotel Transylvania, Doctor Sleep, Thirst, Vampire's Kiss, I Am Legend, and the Blade Trilogy. For TV, we have Sleepy Hollow, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, What We Do in the Shadows, True Blood, Supernatural, American Horror Story, Vampire Diaries, Being Human, A Discovery of Witches, Dracula, 
Hemlock Grove, Let the Right One In, The Monsters, The Addams Family, Mona the Vampire, Count Duckula, Sesame Street, Rosario Plus Vampire, Monster Force, Helsing, Vampirina, Monster High, Penny Dreadful, Preacher, Salem's Lot, and Young Dracula. Now in video games we have ones such as Cultist Simulator, Dark Watch Infamous The Buffy Game, Blood Rain Vampire, Skyrim Sims 3 and 4, The Witcher 3, Castlevania Vampire The Masquerade Bloodlines, World of Warcraft Van Helsing, and Resident Evil Village. Now my book recommendation this week is Island Tales Caribbean Folklore Stories by Amber Drapier for some great Caribbean folklore tales or you can look at Caribbean Folk Tales, Stories from the Islands and the Windrush Generation by Wendy Shearer for the same thing. Now it's time for Do I Think They Existed? In terms of vampires, I think this one is pretty unbelievable. It becomes a literal fireball whilst it hunts. How would anyone not notice a giant fireball coming into the bedroom and sucking their blood? Although I say that, I don't think I would. I still sleep with a lamp on. So it wouldn't make a single difference to me if it was a bit brighter. The history here is so cool though, you can see the influences of vampires from other cultures and languages in this one. I do think it's a super interesting version of a really popular and sometimes overdone monster or even category of monsters. And it's a super unique take on it, even if it is a bit far-fetched. But what do you think? Did the Sakuyant roam the earth? Let me know on Twitter, I would love to know what you think. A super interesting monster from a not as known mythology this week. I'm really glad we got to cover them and you know how much of a vampire fan I am. I've really enjoyed this and I hope you have too. Next week though, we're heading over to Scandinavia to look at possibly one of the most famous beasts from Norse mythology. He's the great world tree protector and the world serpent, Jorgamander. Please come prepared for Ragnarok next Thursday with me. I'm very, very excited for this one. For now, though, thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on the service you are listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next, and I'd really love to hear from you. The social media handles for TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram are Myth Monsters Podcast, and the Twitter is Myth Monsters Pod. But all of our content can always be found at MythMonsters.co.uk, and you can find us on Good Pods, Buy Me a Coffee, and Patreon if you want to help me fund the podcast too. Also, a quick note for next week, I will be guesting on Chat Tsunami podcast, and I'm very, very excited to do so. He's a very good friend of mine, so I will make sure that all the links and everything that you can tune into is posted when this is ready, and I'm very excited for you to hear it. Come join the fun, though. Share this with your pals. They might love me as much as you do. But for now, stay spooky, and I'll see you later, babes. <laughs> <laughs>